This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Today, thanks so much for joining us. Along with us, we got a whole crew of people like we did yesterday. We got Lawrence, Andrew, and also Brad joining us so they can comment as well. We'll get some of your comments on the Twitter. Use the hashtag what I learned today like we normally do on our morning radio program on the Blaze Radio Network. So the State Department has now said that yes, in fact, they did edit a press conference that was posted and deleted some material. <gasps> Yeah, and here's the funny thing. Why would they now admit to this, Skip? What, what, what is driving them to admit? They, they haven't done it. How bad does it have to be before they admit it? What I don't else know. is attached to it? I, I mean, it seems like they just got their hand kind of caught in the cookie jar at this point. So, I mean, I, I don't know why they all of a sudden seem to, to need to shine a light on it since this happened a couple of years ago. Because someone else knows about it. Yeah, but I mean... They're but, getting ahead of whatever ball they don't want to be But there's got to be something else to it, though, right? Because I don't think, Maybe. I mean, they've gotten away with, uh, and this is not just anti-Obama. No. I mean, in recent years, uh, you'd think we'd be more transparent because of technology. We're not. not. They can pretty much say what they want, float it out there, and the media never calls them it's, on it. So why this now? It's this new IG. It's this new IG mm -hmm. with the State Department who Obama appointed. He just did an investigation on Hillary Clinton saying that right. she was uh, at fault. So what I think is he's cleaning house. He's getting his stuff in order, and I think they're spooked about it after this investigation. They're just trying to but clear what, everything up. But what's their motivation? You're, you're, you're right. I he's agree. probably investigating this. Right, but what does it matter if he investigates and finds this level of wrongdoing? It's, it won't come back to bite anybody, would it? But in other words, they're cleaning this up and admitting this has to benefit them somehow. Well, yeah, I mean, to Brad's point, maybe somebody else was asking around about this. Maybe somebody had figured it out. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I, I had thought information about this came out a couple of months ago. It did. And this, see, and that's what I thought, so I don't this know why... The, this is the admission, though. Right. Yeah, so well, and whole, I thought they had admitted A couple back months then, ago, they said, hey, this was, it was an accident, it was a glitch. But now okay. they're coming out and saying, no, that was deliberate. We actually did. <laughs> so, then, yeah, then, yeah we I say somebody else it. probably knows about it. I say <laughs> that's why I think they're afraid, because these people just don't do this. For any reason, that's they what do, I mean. There has to be a either motivation. they're trying to do damage control for what's about to happen. Oh, okay. Come, yeah, like there's or, some New York right. Times investigative journalist right now that got the tip on this story, was asking questions that tipped off the State Department that something else was coming. But, exactly. Right. Then it's the iceberg. There's a lot more underneath the exactly. water. Okay. Well, let's give it a quick uh, recap of what happened. This is a press conference between James Rosen, the Fox News reporter, in 2013 with Jen Psaki from the State Department, right? <sighs> So he asks her, and, and I have the exchange here, um, 
He asks her specifically if it's the State Department's policy to lie in order to achieve a certain outcome when doing so, is it, if it's advantageous to them. She says, James, I think there are times when diplomacy needs privacy in order to progress. This is a good example of that. An admission that the State Department will at times lie. No, when no, 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 they just keep it private. They don't lie. <clears throat> No, so, keep it <laughs> okay, all right. As no, a matter of national security. Exactly. Okay. So this is the piece, and this was a multi-minute exchange, right. I think six minutes or so, yep. that doesn't make it when they posted it. Now, according to the State Department spokesman today, he says, yes, they went ahead, that this was omitted, it wasn't a glitch, and here's how it plays out. What? He said that the editor, whoever edited this, there is an employee and editor, one, who admitted that he got a phone call, or she got a phone call that said, I guess in deep throat style, I want you to go ahead and <laughs> omit that part, delete it. <laughs> they delete it, and this person posts it. He said, specifically in the interview, the press conference, that it happened the day of that press conference in 2013, uh, December-ish, something like that. Yeah. So we know within eight hours or so, when this edit occurred, based you know on the phone call, the phone when they got the phone call, and you know the person got a phone call, and you know who the employee is. Why can't they track down mm-hmm. who called that employee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this employee is simply saying they they do recall the request, but they don't remember who had made it. Oh come <laughs> on! Maybe it's the same editor who worked on Katie Couric's thing. Well, and, well, and you, but you would really think that this person would remember it because the State, yeah. State Department is now saying this was a deliberate request, this wasn't a technical glitch, and that this is not a this isn't a uh, a regular situation. This is a very unique, odd situation that happened. So now, if you work for the State Department regularly posting these types of things out of the blue one day you get a request from anybody probably a superior I don't think an, an underling mm-hmm. isn't going to call and be able to make this type of thing you wouldn't jog some sort of memory on which of your bosses called or at what level of government requested this edit to be made I'm sure I call BS right yeah. they know it was either they're, the they're secretary or the undersecretary of state those are the only people that make those type of type of calls you could you can track it down exactly guy, you know what the guy's exactly. phone number and is you can Look go the to the record. servers that's you it. can go to the to these servers that are protected. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm sure we have some people that can cut the code, who, who can go directly to it and, and and decide who was logged in at this time, who edited this this tape, who was uh, logged in mm-hmm. on the system that did it, whatever, and who told whatever, them how to do it, and who told them how to do it. So, is this the same person that was responsible for archiving Hillary Clinton's emails? Is this the, <laughs> an archi- the State Department archivist slash editor? Is that what's going on? Probably. Mm-hmm. The wow. same person well, who also was hiding the Denver bunker But the difference from this and the email thing is that she hired somebody outside of the State right. Department to do this. This is internal. Mm-hmm. So there's no code cracking now. Well, the they can, they can out, go to it. Someone's either going to die or lose their job. Or both. Or both. Or both. You die, then you lose your job. Yeah. Something else that occurred to me was that... I don't know what the motivation would be, but they feel that they can get away with anything. They'd say, oh, you know what? Definitely. Why don't we just admit that we did it? What's the worst that could happen? The mm-hmm. worst would be absolutely nothing because you got Hillary, you got all these other scandals that are pretty explicit, mm-hmm. pretty obvious. Yeah, and, no, it's, no and, it's well, yeah. And, and it's the truth. Well, and it's the truth. saying, you know what? Let's just tell the truth. And Andrew, that was nothing's going to happen anyway. No one's going to care. Why? Not gonna get why would they do this then? In, oh, in, I don't know. Unless there's something bigger there's under the water, be, yeah. or they're just irretrievably stupid, which could be. Because that's, to your yeah, point, I think you may have hit on it right maybe there. Maybe that's it. How many scandals have we heard where nothing happens? 
Fast and furious. Nobody mm -hmm. lost their job. They said, we, we fired people. No, you didn't. You moted. You didn't even demote. You just moved people. IRS. Uh, uh, IRS, lowest learner. Mm -hmm. That woman Secret is enjoying service. a higher uh, retirement pay because they waited a couple months to fire her, so she got a higher pay. And she sits on her ass in Virginia and making even more cash. Mm. So no, nobody's punished for this stuff. Why would they do this now unless there's something else? Yeah, I think it has to do with a investigative journalist I'm for some you, New York Times. Washington somebody is—is is this Hillary related? Is oh, this protect the Democrats? To is that the only thing? Yeah. To, well, no, to deflect or to um, look like they're doing something, some some way protecting Hillary or the Democrats for. I could see that since the now, this was 2013, so she was secretary at the time. Mm -hmm. So maybe well, she and, thought, well, we can't admit that we're. In negotiations with Iran, so we need to. Uh, well, it's harder to decipher than a John Clancy novel. It's just <laughs> uh, there's so many twists and turns yeah. that I it would, wouldn't it be funny if you're right though, if it just was. Stupidity. Stupidity. Well, well, and this edit already happened, too. So, I mean, the State Department can come out now and frame all of this under the guise of, hey, we're trying to be transparent. Mm. I mean, from a PR angle, they could see it as a net gain. That it makes them actually look better now that they're, they yeah, already got we busted. Did. We know they did it. Now, the state, and they knew this was going to come up, too. He had prepared <laughs> statements. He said, I want to be sure I get this all right. I want to read some prepared statements. And he wasn't glancing at notes, he was reading a prepared statement. They always do that, though. Well, yeah, when they, when exactly, they because they knew it was going to come up. When do they ever go off? This was not some sort of a surprise revelation where he was caught off guard. Right. But where the hell is the media? I mean, this is what we've been saying Doing for what months, they're supposed to do. That there is Not deception. Care. Exactly. There have been cover-up after cover-up <laughs> that they literally... Uh, covered up the email scandal. The media would not cover the email scandal. They refused to ask her a question. I mean, I hate Donald Trump, but at least he'll come on TV. At least he'll defend himself. <laughs> right, right, yeah. She runs from the press, and there has been no call-out on it. No call-outs. Uh, State Department, um, to Skip's point, that maybe they do believe, maybe you believe this is going to help you with uh, an air of uh, transparency where people believe that you are transparent. Let me help you out with this. It's not helping you. It's not helping you at all. None of us are buying this stuff. Uh, oh, I maybe think maybe a lot most, of people maybe most Americans uh, will will not call you out on this stuff. Maybe they're not paying attention. But those of us that pay attention know that this is crap. Yeah, they don't pay attention. That's just it. Most people, and 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 to their defense, a lot of people just don't have time to pay attention. And I know we're at that point in life where you have to pay attention, or bad things are going to start happening. But. You know, every, any given person that's watching right now, their day is so packed with things to do. Well, well most and, people are just going to read this as a headline and not Dave anymore. Right. So they would say, oh, State Department admits the, okay, well, you know, they're coming out and said there was a mistake, not really realizing the mistake is the issue. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, the other part of this is the lie, the admission that it's right. okay for the State Department to right. lie, which is ironic because they're saying, so it's okay to lie at times, and now you've been lying about... The, not the only piece you edited they, about the lie. Not only right. did they lie, but they tampered with public information. That is illegal. You cannot do that. It's just illegal. Sure, nobody's going to be held you accountable can do it unless you get caught. Nobody's going to be thrown in jail. There's not going to be a report, uh, uh, indictment given uh, by the AG office. This is a criminal act. You can't uh, manufacture government intel. You can't do it. What about uh, the, the lying to uh, people outside of America, foreign bodies, other dignitaries for the purposes of diplomacy? 
or to achieve a goal. Is that I would accepted? say that's okay because yeah. you got to keep your it's like to yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. You mm -hmm. don't need to tell the other countries been, in the world yeah, what you're doing. Going it's like, this is our business. Decades. But when it comes to the American people, it's like, well, we put you there. We put you in office. Don't lie to us. Don't insult us. But that, they've been doing that since the, oh, yeah. since the first person we've ever elected they've been doing Well, that's right. my frustration with it. I mean, we can debate all kinds of stuff. You're going to have different ideas that we are, even within people that you know believe politically Agreed. very similar things. We're all going to have different ideas and stuff. But what makes this entire thing work, this entire dog and pony show work, is the electorate being informed so we can make good decisions. Mm -hmm. And if they are not informing us, that leads me to the conclusion that they do not want us to make good decisions. They want us to make the decision to keep them in yeah, office. But does it even really matter if they inform us? I mean, we did a poll yesterday that we cited that 51% of people, even if she did the crap with her emails and hit it, that they would still they vote care. for her. People don't care, care regardless. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't blame the arrogance of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, people don't care. That's cool. Did we poll and find out what they think about the Kardashians, though? Did we find about that? <laughs> that they care about so much more. <laughs> you know what? Absolutely Funny they you bring do. that up, because this morning, as I'm doing all the research, there's this picture of her ass. <laughs> Hillary? Again. No, no, no. no. Kim. Kim on the bed. But then next, next to her is a cup of coffee. <laughs> and you're like, what is this? What are you trying to advertise? And it just says, new project coming soon. That is what the American people seem to care they about so it, much. They love is it, Is it a new coffee? News from the Kardashians. It's ass coffee. Yeah. Kim's yeah. ass coffee. Kardashian. That is the wow. Is it the coffee enemas? Because you know that's been oh, popular for a while. Love those? That's it's the Kardashian <laughs> coffee enemas. That's why I feel so energized today. By the way, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I think On so. that note, really, I think we'll uh, take a little break and come back with more. <laughs> Doc and Skip and the crew in Patton Stew today. Brought to you by Coffee Enemas. <laughs> coffee enemas. <laughs> When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break, and at the worst possible time. Call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Not just that the State Department issues affect all of our lives because your government's got to be trusted and we got to know what's going on so we can make good decisions. There's also the question of how this is going to affect the election. Obviously, Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State for a while, all of these issues are going to come up. And this is going to be fodder for somebody like Donald Trump. Obviously, Hillary's banking on a lot of people are going to go, right on, I'll vote for you because you got a vagina. You're a woman, sure. That's what she's going to play, which is going to be more of an issue because Donald Trump is seen as a womanizer. 
Is this going to be a big issue? Donald Trump and the woman card, is there any way to quickly diffuse it with Donald Trump's gift? Uh, no, I don't think it's going to be an issue for Donald. I don't think any of that stuff's going to be an issue for Hillary. The people who are supporting both Donald and Hillary don't care about anything but Donald and Hillary. They're already locked in. That's not going to matter. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. but, but for both of them, I think that uh, uh, no matter what, no matter what they say, Donald Trump is right. He could shoot somebody on Sixth Avenue. It's not going to be an issue. Hillary Clinton, none of these scandals are going to, to affect them. Lawrence is going to affect them. Trump, Hillary. Well, Nope, not gonna affect them. Uh, not both gonna affect one. Hillary. Hillary um, comes out and says Donald's a womanizer. No, does, it, it doesn't affect them. These people are unstoppable at this point. Unstoppable. The only thing they're worrying about now is this ten percent of people. The that people go, in the middle, the little sliver. Yeah, mm -hmm. that can go back and forth. And I don't think this comment on marriage is going to stop Donald Trump as well. Yeah, Donald Trump uh, made some comments about about women. Um, you'll likely see this over and over again in commercials, whether it or not, matter or not. Here's what he had to say. I think that putting a wife to work is a very dangerous thing. I mean, we'll, make, we'll do an educational program here, okay? <laughs> if you're in business for yourself, I really think it's a, a bad idea to put your wife working for you. I think it's a really bad idea. I think that was the single greatest cause of what happened to my marriage with Ivana. A softness disappeared. There was a great softness to Ivana, and she still has that softness. Mm -hmm. But during this period of time, she became an executive, not a wife. Well, you now are married to a woman, and you, who would like to continue her career. Marla says she does want to have a career. There's a difference between having a career and working for me. You have said you don't want Marla to work. You actually said no. that on, yeah, on the day of the wedding, actually. I, I think I'm probably mixed. I have days where I think it's great. And then I have days where if I come home and, you know, I don't want to sound too much like a chauvinist, but when I come home and dinner's not ready, I go through the roof. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, let me help you out. Anytime you start prefacing a statement with, I don't want to sound like a chauvinist, you're, you're going to sound, sound like, like a chauvinist. chauvinist. That's you how it works, yeah. yeah. Well, that's okay, well, what's wrong with what he said? I'm here for Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a newfound interview from uh, 1994 where Trump said these things. Of course, there's going to be a lot more of those that come up, whether they mm -hmm. matter or not during the, the campaign. Um, here's the problem. There's going to be a lot of Donald Trump supporters that hear that and agree with him. I agree with some of that. You know, I mean, I think it would be nice if there was a parent, mm -hmm. some traditional values, the, the, the mom, the wife stays home and cooks. That would be nice. But I also don't have a problem if a, a woman, my wife, works, wants to go out and work. I'm Where, fine with that. You as think well. the little lady should know her place? I Just do not. No, I don't her, want to sound no. sexist, but. <laughs> no, well, no, where this gets bad, where this goes off the rails <laughs> is when he says he would go through the roof if dinner's not that. <laughs> if that's her job, why no, wouldn't he go through No, you're right. If that's her job <laughs> and if that she's okay with that or whatever. But if there's a woman who wants to go out and actually be an executive or whatnot. Right. I mean, ultimately, I think those things will be discussed, you know, I just before think that's you a get married. Decision. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think. You ever been married? No, but I, I'm just saying, you know, I think it's a family decision, you know. No, you're right. Some, you're right. some people as long as she agrees with the husband. <laughs> I think to be a little fair, Donald was saying he didn't God. want his wife to work for him. So I agree with, yeah, you don't want to work with family or friends because when things go down, you know. I think you're saying south, no matter what, what you work for him, whether you're an executive that works for his company or you're working at home.
Well, clearly today he's at least okay with his wife working as a topless model. So yeah, exactly. This was the old wife, Marley. Well, now today he's okay. But today, working at home is a job. I mean, a woman. Put this comment in 1954. Would people have been saying, "Oh, what is he saying?" No, they would have thought he was going soft on the issue. Exactly. Right. No, a woman's place is wherever she and her husband and the family decides it is, just as a man's. You know, you're making those decisions as a couple. You are a unit when you get married, especially. If you are a Christian to believe that level of marriage, you are you are one. So you make these decisions together. Um, if a woman wants to work, I'm cool with that. If she wants to stay home, I do like the traditional values of a parent or somebody being home that sure that takes care of kids, whether it's a husband or then a wife. Then you wouldn't but, have kids wandering into garage. You know, I actually have a problem with the husband staying at home. Really? And really? Okay. I do. Why? I, do. I just think it's emasculating. I, I mean, if the husband is working from home. <laughs> I think that's such fun. a chauvinist. What if the wife but goes out and earns the bacon and he fries it up in a pan? Yes. And and never it. forgets he's a I man. Have, right. I have a problem with it. What's the problem? Explain. Explain. You know, how. I feel like, and maybe it's from a Christian standpoint. You know, I, I just think that as a man, you should be working. Should be working. Outside the home as a, outside a job. Outside the home. Right. Provider. Like, a provider? A provider. A provider? Yeah, I think you should be providing for your family. And I just... It, it's not my thing. It's just not my thing. I understand that. And I, I understand How can you that. Have that view with, and, and then say I, it's I would okay just feel the, so the low as a man. Should uh, should work. Or no, I just feel so low as a man. If my wife is going out every single day working, and I'm at the home cleaning up, sweeping. That's <laughs> a job. Though. That's that is work. I'm not saying. I am work. not saying it's not a job. Not my job. You may get a couple emails about this. You're going to get a couple. I'm just saying. However, I, I I think that there is something to what Lawrence is saying. I think I, it does no. become very emasculating. Yes, I do understand. The, when the man is being supported by the woman, and I think that even the guys who say that they hey, we're fine with it, I think in the back of their head there's just that little thing gnawing. Here's it. my thing. Yeah. I'm thinking even if the woman was was the breadwinner and mm. I was at home with the children, I mean I wouldn't just exclusively be doing cooking and cleaning and laundry. I would be tinkering with something else, and I would still be creating. Like, so the, I, like the, the washing machine. Sure. Right. Doing, whatever. I mean, I, I wouldn't I feel a like there's a reason why God designed the woman to have the child. I mean, there's a reason why. Because she's going to play. Then why are you so upset yeah. with Donald Trump's comment that, that, that he, that, that his wife should be, uh, it's, it's a very dangerous thing to have them go to work? No, I'm not opposed to women working. I mean, that's their no, choice. No, no, no. He's saying. Were that, you bothered by his comments? Yes. Um, not too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so, I mean, the whole chauvinist of him getting up. Did he just have flop food? 180 degrees? Hold on, the first no, no, no. Okay. This is the comment that I was upset with. It's okay, Donald. Him saying that he would be outraged <laughs> that he'd have food on the table. Well, do you not want food on your table? Yeah, but I can make my own food. Oh, you know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, you know, I can make my <laughs> I can own make food. My I don't own need, food. I don't need like, it. my yeah. wife or Somebody girlfriend to make that for me. You know. But would you want her to? Would you like her to? Would you come to expect that? If she's been at the house. All day doing absolutely nothing, which is what most of them do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. nothing. Yeah. There it is. That's okay. I'm just saying, if you've been at the house all day doing nothing, but I'm not going to, you know, hit, hit the roof or 
like hit the roof. roof. I'm just like, hey, babe, what, where's, where's the food? Here's, here's the thing. I understand what you're saying. You know, I, I, I believe you there's a coach purse, but where's the food? You know? <laughs> oh, so you're brighter. We'll venture you. It's a quid pro quo thing for you. I yeah, you know, <laughs> I give you everything you need. <laughs> Apparently, I buy stuff Apparently. you can't pronounce. Right? Apparently, Lawrence would also go through the roof if there wasn't food on the table. Now, here's the thing. I do think you're right about, and it's not just traditional values. I do think there is something on a biological level, mm-hmm. what makes men and women, men and women, mm-hmm. where a man, even if it's very slight, has to do certain things to be a provider, and women want to feel like a woman. Um, I have no problem if my wife can go out and make a million dollars a year. Glenn, thank you for these opportunities these many years. It's uh, been nice. We'll I'm around if you need home. me. Yeah, right. I'll be at the ranch taking care of my You wouldn't feel son. like any less of a man? Not at all, because I'll have some other manly things I can do around the house or whatever. But it is important to maintain something like that, mm-hmm. whatever that is. You're building walls. Yes. You're out doing the yeah, yard work. You, whatever. Down to creating, if you, to if you played to each, create. if you played the the specialties of each sex, like the man wants to defend, <laughs> protect, provide, and fix things with his hands. Then you let the woman nurture and take care of the kids because she's more loving like that. I yeah. see myself as the father where if the, ch- the child does something wrong, I'm not going to slap him, but I'll give him a verbal beatdown. I'll be like, what is your problem? What are you doing? Whereas the wife would come in and say, look, here's what you did wrong. She'd be a little more soft, a little more sweet. But that's the biology of it, like you were saying, men do things certain way and women do it another way. You play to their strengths and it all works out. Well, let me ask you this, Andrew. We'll go around and I want to know. Um, would you be okay in that scenario? Would you be able to find some way you could be a man if your wife says, okay, I got a job, I'm making $350,000 a year, but you can't work for whatever the reason. You got to take care of the kids. Are you okay with that? And can you find a way at home to still be a man? Yes. <laughs> Brad, you okay with that? I have much internal conflict of I. $500,000 a year she's making, but you got to stay Ooh, with the kids. How much can I spend? $600,000 a year. You're staying home, you can do it all. I don't know. I think maybe if I'm up there, at a, if she can pull down a million. Then you're good to go? Yeah. I hate changing diapers, though. I've done it. Lawrence? No. You can't do it? Nope. You can't find any other way within that million that you're going to work out no, a side project? No, because if she's project? bringing in a million, I'm going to be bringing in two. <laughs> Wow! All right, well, that's a motivator for us. Want to get married? I'm just saying. Like, I just feel and don't. I know guys do it, and I'm not saying that you're less of a man. I'm not saying that. So don't. But what about you? Don't send me messages about this. Home improvement. You get to fix (laughs) things around the house. You still take care of the kids. You take the cars in to get fixed. You do them yourself, or you. There's plenty of other things to do. You can have a hobby that's still productive and helping people. Mm, But you don't have to be bringing in the money. You could do flower arranging. Okay. Right, well, right. Home decorating. What What's do, next? But... Breastfeeding the kids. Right. You, know? you physically can't do that. I mean, who who has, nothing I mean, would happen. Who hasn't like, done nothing that? Nothing would come out. Like, go ahead. Good luck. Exactly. Good There's a reason why it won't come <laughs> out. Then you don't breastfeed. Because it wasn't intended to the damn door. door. That's a child. Is but Lawrence, you can utilize your time writing, though, for a different website. See, and there it is. You, you couldn't find value in your life through that. You wouldn't want your wife to work if she wanted to. Had a successful no, career. No, if she path. wants to work, then we'll be both working. But she still wants to have, have the family, the kids raised by the parents. She says, honey, I'd if really like If she wants the kids to be raised by the parents, she needs to get to the She house. needs to be the parents. Because I have a I'm teacher. not doing it. Yes, yes, sir. In theory, man, uh, men can breastfeed. Male breasts have milk ducts and some mammary tissue. They uh, also have oxytocin you see what I'm and saying? prolactin, you can milk anything with a nipple. the you hormones see. responsible for milk production. Do, do, so, do you see where we're going with this? Okay. Uh-huh. It could happen. Okay. It's a choice. Ne- ne- if he wants to be a woman, then he can be a woman. Well, well I, we could always utilize the, the app we talked about yesterday, CRISPR, and just make it easier for you to, to, to breastfeed. Mm-mm. Just a little Gene genetic splicing. coding right I just there. think Lawrence hasn't been beaten down 
down by the man <laughs> in the, the workforce enough yet. I'm just where you're like, if your wife can make money and bring it into the household, fine. You Look, can beat I down get enough here. I get it. Uh -huh. Some people want their wives to take care of them. I get it. Wow. That's I not it. it. I get it. I want I get it. She can make more cash than I am. Bring it in, man. Bring it That's in. That's why I say if she makes one, I need to be making two million. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I understand. So, that's all I'm saying. saying. You know, okay. I'm not trying to be sexist. No, and uh, but I, I agree. With yeah, you. Too late. As soon as you <laughs> said try that, harder, you said, I don't want to be harder. Harder. I don't want to be, yeah, be, be sexist, but, but women know your place. But Horace, will, will you go to a, a female doctor? Oh yeah. Even uh, how about masseuse? A female masseuse. I encourage women to be in the workplace. I think it's totally cool for women to be in the workplace. Okay, what about a female doctor that has especially if they're scantily intimate of male parts? Uh, you have to get a hernia check, whatever, a uh, colonoscopy, a yeah, uh, definitely go, prostate go exam. You're going to go to a female doctor? Yes. I had a prostate okay. exam from a female doctor. How'd that go? They're we, still dating. We, hey, yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's get a break. In 22 years of <laughs> On Twitter, it's at Doc Thompson Show or at Skip Lacombe. This is so bad. This is Use so the hashtag bad. what I learned today. Back with more Pat and Stu. Men and Lawrence. <laughs> that's right. Some of us, we all can't be real men. That's, that's what You'll get there one day. We all can't be real men. You know? Doc, Skip Mid for Patents Stew today, and joining us is Andrew, Brad, and Lawrence uh, as well, going over some of the uh, interesting uh, topics of the day. In uh, Plano, Texas, apparently the National Honor Society at the high school there has been told that they are no longer going to be allowed to wear their National Honor Society emblem. What, what is that? Is that the sash? The is that skull? what you call yeah. that? Stole? Yep. The stole? stole? The stole that uh, goes in the front there of your, your robe. They're not going to be able to wear that because Skip Lacombe. Uh, it's, it's offensive. It's, it's, it's hurtful to somebody who is not able to attain the level of National Honor Society. No, wait. Oh, uh, I don't understand that because those other people were able to obtain that. No, obtain I, that. no they, uh, they weren't able to, though. No, they were. They could have like worked hard and, and do that stuff. Couldn't they have, couldn't they the have just achieved ones. that level, gentlemen? Not the stupid ones. Not the stupid ones, so then we should get rid of it. That's why you need stupid people. That's how you separate the smart from the stupid. That's is it, I mean, is that smart. valid? It is unobtainable to some. Some people are just not going to be able to be because athletically. Analytically or uh, academically inclined. This is the problem. Parents always tell their kids, "You can be whatever you want to be." Is that and a it's lie? just a lie? Yes, it's that is a lie. It's the wussification of our society. We've told everybody you you're not perfect, anything you want to be, perfect snowflake, and you can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, we need plumbers. We need <laughs> no, we need no, uh, electricians no, out there like, too. I not everybody is going to be a road scholar. It's no, a lie. no, uh, Lawrence, you're absolutely right. And nobody said we we've <laughs> said before. Uh, uh, I've talked far on the air about how uh, parents need to level with their kids and. By the way, we all need to start recognizing some kids are ugly and stupid, right? I mean, they are. Everyone's like, oh, my little snowflake. But you're right. Not every kid can be anything they want. No. no. We no. add that could, to the lie. We tell them Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny are real, too. Yes. So. I mean, could we Skip Lacombe have grown up and played I'd, in the uh, NBA? I was just kidding. I mean, if he was Spud Webb, but you got to be able to jump. <laughs> that was not a height thing. It was yeah. a white thing. No, yeah, white man can't jump. <clears throat> 
No, uh, you're well, right. Well, no, and I'm never going to excel at trigonometry and, yeah. and calculus and yeah. high-level mathematics. Right. My mind is not programmed that right. way. Like, I never, accept that. I'm though. never going to be a veterinarian. I cannot be a veterinarian because I hate animals. I just hate them. <laughs> I hate, I hate the birds. I feel like, like a Dr. So Kevorkian. So much Lawrence today. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Did you, you drink before you came in? Animal I'm hating. <coughs> You're going to have a I believe that God gave us dominion. Dominion. And he didn't say I hate them. No, he just said we had dominion. Yeah. And so I think y'all glorify him. Okay, what does that mean to you then? What does dominion well, mean to you? Y'all? Huh? What does dominion mean to you? That means you run it. Okay? <laughs> you run that. Basically, you're my bitch. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I'm just trying yes. to get a baseline That's of like exactly where animals I mean. are. Like Lawrence is up That's here, exactly. animals are down so there. So when they, when the birds in my apartment complex swoop over me, mm-hmm. you yell up. You get out of your lane. <laughs> it's, they got to move out, out of your way. What about yes. dogs? You just, don't have a dog. They you have should. A pet. They should spread like the Red Sea. Like when I walk, <laughs> the birds just, like move out of the way. What about a dog? Do you want a dog? No. You don't want a dog. They stink. You don't? Okay, there it is. Oh, you just stink. earned a friend here. Come on. Lawrence. They stink. We apparently are kindred Puppies. spirits on this because I, uh, I have, uh, animals have been, uh, pets have been beaten out of me. Mm-hmm. I've had countless pets growing up. Always enjoyed them, whatever. I mean, Herman I mean dog, after dog and cat, my dog. Don't try to save Lawrence at this point. No, 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 I'm not. I, I'm riding with him on this one. It uh-huh. has been much like being a sports uh, fan has been beaten out of me because I grew up in Cleveland. And I used to be a sports fan. Oh, bless your Animals heart. have been beaten out of me because I have a horrible, horrible dog now. That it's it's a step dog. It's my wife's dog, and they, she and my mother-in-law will not train this thing. And this dog runs amok and whizzes all over the place. See, and, see, you and they go. won't train it. You gotta go. <clears throat> but then and that's I can't why get rid you of hate oh, every no, other animal because of this one dog. It has been. That's how. That's, that's the level how, to which he doesn't like this dog. That's how anal he is about. Well, which, no, no, that's how him. awful it's gotten at the house with this dog. I'll give dog. him. This dog does. I mean, this dog has dominion over that house. I mean, see, you see what I mean? Oh, it truly does. That's which is wrong. And I mean, Doc tries to do the right thing. Walking him, tries to correct him, but oh no, the others won't. The others let him run amok. Lawrence, no. Okay, you're you're not a married man. I am. Here's the decision I had to make that I've talked to myself eh, over and over walking this dog late at night and I'm like this dog's got to go he's got to be trained it's not okay do I want to get divorced uh-huh. no. Do I wanna, no 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 so no, no. I, no Lawrence I have to put if I want to remain married the dog is part of the deal this is what happened <clears throat> this happened doc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doc Thompson did what his wife said to do yes car ran over doggy <laughs> Okay. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and admit, I have had fantasies about... Lawrence, I can't tell you how many phone calls I get at 11 o'clock at night. It says, you think a hawk would be around here? Is that big enough to carry a dog out? Would a hawk be able to lift a little Yorkie? Doc cries and say, I tried to say it. and here's what you're missing. little bitty dogs? Yes. Oh, now I understand. Here's the thing, Lawrence. With my mother-in-law and my wife, no matter what happens to this dog, if, if I'm in Dallas right now, they live in Arkansas. We live in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They're there with the dog in Arkansas right mm-hmm. now. I haven't been there for a week. If something happens to the dog today, it's my fault. Even though I'm not there, somehow it'll be my fault. No, no, That's no, what it right. means to be a married man. No. It is just no, your no, It's going to be your fault. too. Dog walking a dog. <laughs> Wolf shows up. That's my Me fault. Me or the dog. Why didn't you protect the dog? You should have fought the, the wolf off. Before you left for Dallas. You should have built the fence. Wolf needed lunch. No, it, it's still my fault. <laughs> Why didn't you go kill all the wolves? Lawrence, this is 
Brad, you're a married man. You understand that it is always your fault regardless? Yes, sir. That's what it is. So yeah. I have to just put up with this dog. It was a tough decision. <laughs> so I understand it. Yeah, this is this It's is the wife of the dog, and he <clears throat> wants the wife. So right. he has to deal with the dog. God. All right. How old is it? To the dice? Uh, no, I've calculated that. He's still got like seven years by average. Maybe Six, seven a little years. Help. Yeah, Red and then Yorkies live longer, too. So. Yeah, so that's going to be out there. <laughs> All right, back to the, oh yeah, gosh. I can't poison the dog. That's not going to happen. And I, like so I said, I, I don't want to see anything I'm bad. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't send me I don't want to see what the emails bad. you're going to get for this show, man. Oh. Women, Can we put his, uh, that, let's Trump. put up Lawrence's uh, uh, Twitter uh, handle. Right yeah, let's read Lawrence B. Jones yes. 3. Yeah. Let's, let's no, the number three. We have it in the banner. I don't, there, there, there it is. is. Yeah. Oh, God. Come Please tweet him. Your favorite dog and fill up his Twitter. We're joking about bad things happening to this dog. It's a scenario. I really don't want anything bad to happen to it, and I don't. I, anybody who tortures animals with that infuriates me. It's yeah. not that. I just, I can't have a pet now because I don't get joy out of them. It's all bad. It's just taking on extra responsibility without joy. So if you're somebody that has a pet, you've likely made that decision. Oh, I love this. I get value, so I'm willing to walk the dog, feed the dog, whatever. I don't. Because you know, it was forced on you. This dog was given to you. You didn't pick it. So well, right. and, and I can is there that. is there a scenario, a circumstance in which you could be turned back around on animals? Where like if you got a new dog, it was trained from the beginning. You had sit downs mm -hmm. with yes. them. Oh, it yes. says, okay, actually there is. This is the, the, the dog lives outside. It can come in. It's going to be in a cage. This yes, no, I I have the <gasps> don't scenario. say cage. People don't like putting dogs in cages. I have the scenario that I could be a turn around on animals. <laughs> when that dog gets a job and brings in cash. When he, start, when he gets a job, the new Rin Tin Tin, or whatever the hell it is, where they put him in a movie or something, Showdown. and they start paying me, yeah. sign me up. then we're good. Sign me up. Then we're in I, good. I just and then I go, the animal look at the little so puppy dog. About let me feed it's me. about capitalism. That's okay? it. It's about capitalism. Otherwise, Which is yeah, why I love no. horses. They trot, and people love them. They're, they're exactly. You know, the Kentucky yeah. Derby, yeah. All right, back to the story, which you got sidetracked of uh, Plano, hmm. Texas, the National Honor oh, Society. Yes. Yeah. National Honor Society, they're not putting on. We've seen in the last 10 years, or so where they say you cannot fail at school. There's the power of I, one uh, school district called it. The power of I, the I stands for incomplete, where you cannot fail. If you don't do the work, if you get a bad grade, we'll give you an I instead of an F, and you can change that anytime you want by doing some more work. We've seen them say we're not going to have valedictorians recently. That's the big thing. Is any of this a good idea? No. Any no. of it? No. What is the right way forward, Andrew? There needs to be competition at school so that people know, hey, who was the smartest in the class? The valedictorian. Is there, is there a hypocrisy, Brad, of these same people aren't saying that about, um, what about the high school football team? Any of these people saying we should no longer have competition in sports? Oh, that's the beauty of it. You know, it's, if you don't start at that level, at a child's level, and, and educating them on the fact that you're not equal to everybody, and not everybody gets a trophy, they're going to have a hell of a time in the workplace. Not just the trophy. They have these new rules where it's a blowout rule. That means mm. once you oh, have this one, amount yes. of points yeah. on the opponent, yep, then you've got to stop stupid. the game. And that's you know, so the, No, if you get destroyed... You get destroyed. I That's what motivates it. you to I, get yes. back up I, next time. Exactly. Yep. You know who problem fault this is? The parents. The parents are such babies. They're Lord, so, such babies. All the bad stuff that people look around today that we say, okay, these are bad progressive attitudes and ideas and values, is, is some of that with the millennials because they were the trophy generation? 
They were given the trophies, Absolutely. even though they didn't play. Do you think that's hey, are those the seeds we sowed years ago that we're now reaping the, the yeah, benefits because, from now? Because when I was a kid, you know, even Still though I had a kid, oh, you, guys, <laughs> did you guys keep score. Did you no, get trophies for everything? But my dad, my dad, when the first time they gave me a trophy that I didn't earn, he threw it across the parking lot. <laughs> what, what, like, what? what? You get a trophy. Your father. I like you, smart dad. You win like rebound. Yeah. You mess, miss every shot. You're right. off your game. Why do you have a trophy? Well, and what, what did you say? What did you say? What was your response when he asked you about this? I was stunned. He was like, give it to me. I was like, for what? He was like, I want to see it. <laughs> what was your reaction then? Were you upset? Why would you do that? But yeah. I knew not to go against my dad. My yeah. dad, you know. Is Give you a beat down, but yeah. Right. Okay. And did, did you understand what he was saying? Yes. I, I, you know what? I didn't, but it was like one of those things, the fear of God in you, yeah. you better understand. In, in the following few years after that, did it become clear oh, then? definitely, because I was a competitor. Mm-hmm. I hated to lose. And you agree with him on it now, right? Yes, I agree yeah. with him. Well, I think it's that same type of thing of handing trophies to everybody that's now <clears> created. <throat> we see all the stuff on college campuses with safe spaces <clears throat> and being triggered by chalk. Yeah, what is a safe space? This, it's no, an so area with it's, it's a place. bubble this, in which yeah, you can live good. in which yeah. nobody can hurt your feelings. Right. What? Yes. You don't have the right to that. You don't have the right to not be offended. Exactly. The only person that controls whether or not you're offended is Is yourself. But our generation doesn't believe that for whatever reason. Listen to this again. again. And this is one of the most powerful things that they are missing. If you are offended, there is only one sure way you cannot be offended. You know, they say, well, I'm offended by this, I'm offended by that. There is only one guarantee in all of the world, in all of time, that will ever exist that you will not, a guarantee to not be offended by... Not being offended. It's just, that's it. <laughs> that's skin. the only way. Stop you choose whether or not to be offended. Yeah. I'm not choosing to offend you because, uh, Skip, kumquat, are you offended? No. Okay, Skip, you're really short and ugly and blah, blah, blah. Would you be offended? Uh, potentially, Maybe. but I don't really care. <laughs> right, but that's the difference. I could say anything. I could say nonsense. I could say potentially hurtful things or not. It may or may not offend you. I may say something to Andrew that he finds offensive, say the exact thing to Skip. He may not be offended. Well, and that's one of the things that founded this country, the freedom of speech, right. to be able to say what you want. Nowhere in there that say anything about, oh, but you can't hurt people's feelings because it's not upon you to go ahead and determine whether or not it's hurtful or not. Well, and if you don't want to hear it, walk away. Yeah, I was going to say, and the other, the other uh, uh, deterrent to hurting somebody's feelings, you try telling somebody that's bigger than you something that's going to offend them, ah. pop in. you're going to learn real quick not to do that. That's a great equalizer. This isn't is it? like it, a personal experience. Uh, He's popped some people. Who could possibly be bigger than Brad? <laughs> it's like they popped him. It's like, oh, I don't want to say anything. Look at how much room he's taking up on the couch over here. Hey, There's a new poll, new poll that says 25% of college students spend most of their money on alcohol and drugs. It's, it's pretty low. And they waste yeah, the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they waste the rest of it. Pretty much. Yeah. Hey-oh. Skip Lacombe has done extensive research on college students and uh, alcohol and drugs. <laughs> More on that coming up next on Pat and Stu. <laughs> we have video evidence? <laughs> Oh. 
Doc Thompson and Skip LaCombe in for Pat and Stu today. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we got a couple of guys joining us as well. Andrew, Brad, and Lawrence, which you're probably familiar with from time to time in the Blaze Networks. Um, there's a tweet that came in specifically oh, targeting... <laughs> I'm sorry, discussing Lawrence. Yeah, I got I got a tweet from this is at is a bay one 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 says please tell Lawrence that is typical macho man horrible with the animals and women, so I don't like him at all. Neither do it's I. It's all capped at the end. Yeah. I don't yeah. like him at all. Yep. Send there. all That's of at your Lawrence love B. Right Jones there. 3. That's Lawrence B. Jones and the number 3. Yes. You know what the difference is between me and the rest of these gentlemen? I say the obvious? what they're thinking. See, I'm bold enough to do it. That's what it is. And because I have black privilege, I can do it and, and be protected. You can do it whatever it is. So I want you guys to know that I'm taking one for the team. You keep telling yourself that. Whose team? Yes, exactly. Whose team? team? What team are you on? So uh, 25% America. of college students, they send, they spend most of their money on drugs and alcohol. Skip Lacombe, your thoughts. Uh, my initial thought on that is uh, that it actually seems a little low, that I would think... Yeah. Generally, the people who are out on a college town living in a college-type atmosphere is going to probably spend most of your money on that, more so than at least 25%. What do you mean? Isn't there other things they'd be spending oh, their 25 money 25 on? 25 or 12? Um, 25. No, I mean, there are, generally speaking, but uh, I mean, we, we generally associate uh, that college lifestyle with excesses in partying and drugs. What about the hookers? What okay. about the hookers? Have you seen no, no, how no, their no, prices no, no. What about the strip clubs? Dude, are you club. kidding? Have you, you seen college campuses? Oh, no, you don't need really hookers do. with Snapchat. Oh, yeah, you don't you go to the girls' dorm. Oh, that's and right. That's oh, right. Yeah, that's my bad. True. My bad. Oh, oh, with the right. new bathroom rule, you can do that even easier now. Lord oh, knows. my God. What about We're video legal. games and other uh, no, fun? No, no, no. You don't have time for video games in college. So many college students have so much time for video games. It's oh, all you do. mean the nerdy ones? Anybody? Yeah, I, I just you know Call of Duty freaks, and then the people who go and spend their money on booze. It develops hand-eye coordination. That's what they yeah. say. What about other um, just fun recreational things like this? See, I went to what the wreck. Like I went to the wreck. You know, that's where we play basketball. Uh, to the what? Oh, the wreck. The wreck. Rec center. The rec center. Okay, yeah. very cool. You know. So uh, 25%, I thought it seemed a little bit low, too, because even though you're talking about some of those other things, um, most of the, the staples that you're going to need, like housing, a lot of cases, you got your dorm, it's already taken care of, yeah, right? but then you got to pay for meal that, plan. Though. Well, yeah, but a lot so of that's probably up front or you've already yeah, paid exactly. for it. Not as, yeah, the, you, I, I took this loan. as, like, spending cash. Well, and again, this, that's where they get it from, that financial aid. And so that's they, they use yeah. that money. Well, and, and, well, and again, this entire study a month, was... That's only 250 bucks a month you're spending No, 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 it's more than that. It's more than that. Like, your refund is, like, $6,000 Yeah. over... And it depends on where you go. But, I mean, the survey is a little misleading. The question was one simple question that was asked of students... What is your biggest monthly expense? So it wasn't broken down into different types of ways. The only thing they asked is, what is your biggest monthly ex expense? 38% said food. 29% said rent was their biggest expense. 8% said they spent the most on clothes. And then, as we said, 25% said alcohol. That actually sounds about right. That is true. So is this headline then just uh, clickbait? Is That's this a little misleading. But yes. I mean, to make people I, it, think? Here it is. Though. I mean, it, it is accurate, though, that 25% of respondents yes. did say that, at least. And I think that yes, a lot, majority of them, probably do spend college most of their money on that. To being college students. Yeah. I developed my clothing addiction <laughs> I mean, in college. Clothing addiction? Do you have a clothing addiction? I he still does. Do you have a 12-step program that you've been attending or anything like this? <laughs> you know, Hi, my name is Lawrence. It's called I have Bailey a, and Diane. I'm Hi, my name is Lawrence, and I have a problem, or do I? No, no, no. I, I was like in that? denial for a minute. 
And then I talked to Baylin and Diane, who are our makeup. Makeup, and they yeah, they, and took, they were like, Lord, there's you. a problem. Um, I have a particular addiction. Skip, um, how do you think I would answer what you spend most of your money on? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what do you? The, uh, the the Republic of Korea? No, 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 no. Specifically, of all these things listed. Uh, it's going to be the food. food. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the get food. You. And within that category? Kimchi. Uh, pizza, <laughs> bacon, those two. program it's doc and and uh skip uh filling in who is over i don't know why you guys are over there but okay i've been here the whole time a little more comfortable a little bit a little more comfortable not much though um, like a little more couch. There is a video at the uh, blaze.com that you can go and watch. Uh, it's kind of grainy. It's a little bit graphic. It's probably something you should. It's a, it's a moral question, too. It might be something you talk over with your family and friends just to, to know where you all stand on this. It comes down to a gray area of what is protecting your wife, your family, your friends, and vigilanteism. The way I understand this, a uh, lady is in an apartment complex. She is uh, attacked by another resident of the apartment complex. He uh, starts beating her. He pulls her pants off and attempts to proceed with a sexual assault. She manages to get away. She calls her husband, and within a few minutes, he passes this dude as the dude is getting onto the elevator, and the husband is getting off of the elevator. The husband realizes it's him, turns, and begins beating the, begins beating the snot out of him. Yeah, look, he's got his shirt right off. Right here, shirt off, with a Boom. tire iron. Yep. The, the guy doing the beating, the husband, is 61, the other guy much younger, and he, look at him, he is just beating him in the elevator. You could just see him flailing. The Justice. guy ends up in serious condition in the hospital and ultimately succumbs to those injuries and dies. The husband is arrested. He's originally charged with a felony, manslaughter, and then it gets reduced to a assault charge, which is very different from a manslaughter charge. And when he returns home, <clears throat> what do you think the residents of his apartment complex and those people in the neighborhood do? They applaud him. They cheer. So, what is the what is acceptable here? Justice. He I, didn't yeah, walk I, uh, in on his wife being assaulted, Lawrence. He walked. It was this was a minute after. Okay, so is it okay to attack the guy and beat the snot out of him if he's attacking your spouse, your husband, your kids, your wife, what a mom? I would say yes. yes. You attack him because you're stopping it and you may get carried away. Do you agree with all of that? I if mean, it's in, yeah, in, in, in the act. Brad. Yes, I think that's. I think not only uh, are you, uh, are you entitled to that, but you are obligated. But have a bit of a duty to actually okay. protect your exactly. wife and family. Exactly. Is it acceptable if you re if you respond the same way? 
10 minutes later, you pass the guy, he's coming from it, 10 minutes later, is that acceptable? Legally, yes. Okay, and, and some of this is just opinion-based yeah. on how legally, you think the law yes. should be. Yeah, yeah, wait, legally, yes. Legally, legally yeah. 10 sure? minutes after the fact, you can go find him and beat the snot out. I would no, say no, more no, 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 legally is wrong. That's what right. I'm saying, legally I'm asking wrong. what you believe should be right, and maybe even possibly the law. What is morally right and possibly what you think the law should be? 10 minutes later, in the same scenario, because this was how long ago, Xander? 30 seconds, a couple a minutes, minutes later? A couple minutes, this was a wife called, minutes. he got the phone, he picked up his tire iron, got in the elevator to go upstairs to find her, and he happens to see the dude coming in right in the same elevator as him, and then he is very emotional, oh, he could be a threat. and then takes he it out still on be a threat. him. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see the problem in what, what, what he, he, Yeah, go ahead. Here's good. the thing. That's, a, that's an emotional response. Yeah. Even if it wasn't the in, intense moment of, I've caught this guy, he's there, I'm <laughs> stopping it. I mean, he heard about what happened, he sees his face. I can see somebody snappy <laughs> in an instant like yeah. that yep. and losing control. The law actually has protection for this situation as momentary insanity. I could believe that I saw his face, my eyes went red, and I, I don't... That makes perfect sense there, to me. Now, where are you going to draw the line of 10 minutes later, half hour later? Hell, I tracked the guy down two weeks later. Yeah. Right, right. I, I don't know where you life. draw that line, but in this scenario, at the very least, and I think with that, you have to take it on a case-by-case basis. This scenario right here, I don't see how you charge them. The guy. fact of the matter is, they can charge him all day, but the jury... Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, yeah. there's no jury, especially amongst his peers right. in that community, that's going to say this guy needs yeah, to. A bench trial might come out of a different, right, different situation, right, right. but if you have a 12-person jury, well, I, don't, I don't see how they're going to Lauren, same the scenario, same exact scenario, except he saw the guy at the elevator five days later. You're on the jury. What's your response? That's a problem. But I still Why? don't convict him. Why? If I'm on the jury. Oh, if you're on the jury. I'm not going to do it because I just think that's justice. On the other hand, I do think that's still a little bit. I just my heart wouldn't allow me to. A, mm-hmm. we don't do know it. what this guy. This this may be a known guy that's done this before in this building. Right. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's been the arrested fourteen. Right. He's been right. arrested fourteen times okay. since nineteen ninety seven. Right. So, so, so justice didn't work. Again. So yeah, with the exactly. court system. So they took it in their own hands. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. Here's another question though. Had had the sixty one year old who actually did the beating <laughs> say we find out in his record he has a history of violence. Maybe he has a propensity for getting into bar fights. Has, has Maybe he got it right this before. time. Does that change it for any of you guys? Not for me. No, that, his, his past has nothing to Maybe do with that. Maybe he got it right this because time. Because he was, he was, um, he's still the victim. Right. As much as, not as much as his wife, but he's still on the victim side. He's whatever. Uh, the, the past of the guy that he beat the snot out of, it does play a little bit into it. I would look at it like this. Um, we cannot live in a world with vigilantism. We can't. This is different because it was so close in time, you know, just minutes later, um, he reacted as if he was protecting her still. He, you know, he's on the phone. Oh, this is going down. I'm coming to get you. Oh, wait a minute. That's the guy. It was like the that. Danger- but if it's a month later and somebody does this, as much as I believe we cannot have vigilanteism and I will not support anything like that, hunting people down, I also understand people snap sometimes. Oh, yeah. To Skip's point, I believe, even if it's not the clinical definition of, of temporary insanity, right. you could go crazy. You're not talking about protecting somebody you know. You're talking about protecting the closest people to you, mm-hmm. your spouse, your children, your mother, who, as a man, even more so, you're expected to take care of. At least I feel that way. Somebody goes after my wife, I cannot say how I will respond. Well, I can't say how I will respond even a month later. I see you. I'm going to snap. I. The problem, though, is that if you get the wrong guy, 
Okay. Oh, we, absolutely. I mean, assuming you, the right guy. Yeah. Well, but, but the thing is, is that sometimes you don't know. I mean, cops do it every day. But we're assuming but, that you know, get the right guy. But you can't. Yes. You just can't assume that. Well, because, that's the reason you have because trials. Because sometimes you have cops right. that have a description and they just get the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. It just happens sometimes. No, I mean, that's not the issue, though. We're saying if you do run into the right, guy, if not you do if you, know the guy. But yeah. the difference is, is it, when you establish a precedent, uh, a precedent, or whatever the word. Precedence, you got yeah. it. If you've done it before. Um, then you, you're giving people the leeway to make those different type of decisions. And then if they make those decisions, and it's the wrong guy. Well, and that is the reason why we have trials, because you want to make sure you get the guy. I'm not talking legally. I mean, le- the legal system, as I said, you have a trial, you must convict people, and then you punish them. It has to be that way. Otherwise, all of this breaks down. I'm just saying my reaction, if I know that's the guy, um, I'm, oh, I'm likely going to freak out. And if I'm on a jury and they, they make that case to me and I believe it, if I'm on the jury and the guy says, listen, I'm not a nut. You can check my background. His attorney's like he's clean. And he explains how awful this was. And he saw his wife or his child or his mom. And the, I've been carrying this around for a few days. And then I saw this nut on the sidewalk. I just snapped. All right. Have a good day, sir. I seem yep. to be having a more difficult time than y'all as far as... <clears throat> Whether this guy did the right thing, I I understand, and it's emotional. It makes even within sense. this, this in this, this unique case right okay, now, okay, where yeah. he sees the guy on the elevator, and it, he was just on the phone with his wife. Right. I understand how you'd get emotional and you'd want to take him but out. But it's still wrong. I'm having a hard time saying like still. You couldn't have just knocked him out and then called well, the cops. But, but I don't know. know, that know that's, I don't know if you have that kind of self control, but how does that excuse? We can't Killing see him. him. We, well, I'm but, having a hard but again, time. he was unconscious when they took him to the hospital. He didn't die until later. So he how ultimately do we know? died from that man's right. hand. Right. But yeah. what I'm saying is... Uh, Maybe he did just snap and say, okay, I got to stop. Boom. Yes. And, and he stopped and the guy was unconscious. Well, he did before know. he killed him. I mean, that's, that's established. He was alive oh, yeah. when okay. he was being right. taken away. So, so yes, right. he did not so text If you're him. in the moment, so, I see you doing it. I... Somehow it feels that that would be okay for me to kill him. I'd say you're you're doing it right now in front of me. Hmm. I'm going he to kill clearly him. did have but a moment. But then when it's in the elevator and that. he's running away, he's clearly scared. I guess the question. How do you justify that? I guess the question is: Are we wrong for not applying the law in these instances if we sit on the jury? Because uh, no, in fact, I th- I think. It has to be on a case-by-case basis. That, that's what actually one of the things we're missing in law, um, in the justice system in America today, is a case-by-case basis. I Things agree. like even jury nullification. I mean, we have to look at this because you can set parameters, but every story is a little bit different. And as much as they try to uh, put more laws in place and mandatory sentencing or whatever, there's always going to be the exception. Right. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be informed electorates and informed jurors. You know, as far as the law, right. and we're supposed to be able to look at these things, and that's how they're supposed to proceed, whether they will tell you that or not, in a courtroom, right. even with jury nullification, that we can say, this was a different case. Murder is, I mean, here's an example. Murder is wrong, right? Murder's right. wrong? Murder's yes. wrong. Murder's wrong. Great. What if you're defending yourself? Ah, obvious exception to the rule. And it's killing. So, right, it's killing, right. But you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's the difference. There are going to be exceptions to it. Even within self-defense, Does this is, was this really self-defense in this case, you would say? And you have to look at it. So, yeah, I think um, tough, it has to be case by case. It's a tough position to be in. And do we know if the yeah. guy said anything to him on the way out of the building? It, it, I couldn't tell in that video whether or not you know, the, the, the perp you know, one of my, made a comment. One of my... Um, He's ouch, I think. I think, yeah. <laughs> ow! Ow! Stop! I'm yeah, sorry! Exactly. I bet you are. <laughs> I bet you are. You're about to be a little more... You're going to be. 
One of my... Uh, the, uh, see, I, you can see the reaction right there. He sees the guy. He instantly says, this is... Wait, that's goes, the guy. He goes into attack mode. That's why I say... Well, because yeah. he passes him, Skip. You're right. Yeah. Look, he watch this video again. He passes the guy and then is like, oh my God, that's the guy. Clicks. And turns around and goes after him. It, he, t he carried the tire iron in going, I'm going to get him off of my wife. Who's this guy? That's the, the guy in the, the shirt. Without the shirt is the perp. He's just waiting for the elevator. Oh, okay. The elevator oh, opens. Other yeah. guy goes, I'm going ah, to hell. Oh, man. Nah, man. Okay. Oh, my God. It was almost instant. Like, He's like, see, oh, wait, I passed the that's guy. That's the thing. This guy saw red. He lost everything else and went after that. And in this case, it makes perfect sense. Even if this happened three weeks later, you can tell his reaction is so sincere in that. Right. That I don't see. I mean, that seems to be the clearest definition of temporary insanity based yeah. off of my understanding of the law. So now what do we do with the 61-year-old husband? You acquitted him. Leave him alone. Oh, you, oh, yeah. You, yeah, you don't acquitted. even charge him. He's a, Skip, should I, he? Not, is, is he going to be? Should he is what I'm asking. Um, no. Yeah, I th I, he's not going to be in trouble. He, he needs he, one person think, yeah. on the jury to say he did the right thing. Literally one it's person. It's already down to an assault charge, but um, and I don't know what level of assault or whatever. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think anything's... Not when they were cheering and they came home. The, the people that knew he was a oh, nut. Yeah, they were fine. And this yeah. was seconds from him actually walking in and stopping him right. from getting his wife. It's close enough. You watch the video, it's done. If it had been a day later, I think it's more of a temporary, it's not actually temporary insanity, but what I consider temporary insanity. This guy's a career criminal. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Let, me, let me lay out a scenario violation. to you, and I want to get your reaction on this, because this is something that I, when I think about this, and there are these stories that come up in the news like this, that I can upset myself so much that I have to go and do something else. This is a fear of mine that would be the, one of the ultimate tortures to me in my life. We've seen these stories. There was a um, college professor, I think this happened to a few years ago, where somebody broke into his house, and they knock him out, and tie him up, and then proceed to attack his kids and his wife. Mm -hmm. And he's in the next room unable to stop what's going on Nobody because he's it. tied up. Now, it's bad enough to know that this happened. It's horrible. It's bad enough to be in another location when it's happening. Right. But to be tied up mm -hmm. and knowing this is going on in the other room, I, I cannot expl express the adrenaline going through my body and, the, and there's how horrible I feel. And you can do. I would freak out. I just... And I would live with that. Even though... I, you know, there was nothing I could do in that scenario. It still, I would carry it forever. If you remember the college professor, I think it was a college professor, um, they end up torching the house even. Oh, that's and right. And everybody died except him. Yes, mm -hmm. I do remember that. that is, is a step. Uh, what do you... How do you feel about that? I mean, would that be one of the worst things you can that imagine? Would be living hell on earth, and when, for the rest when, of your life, as right? the man, and for the rest of your life to live with that when all your loved ones are dead now because There's of this movie. unfortunate situation that happened to you. You're tied up, and it was completely out of your control. It's they made a movie. They made a movie about this. Probably um, several. What, what was that movie with Jamie Foxx in it and the guy from Three Hundred that was in it? Oh, Jamie Foxx, uh, yeah. the uh, Ray Charles story. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, that Jamie <laughs> guy from Three Hundred. Uh, <laughs> uh, that it? No, 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 no. Hostage? Hostage? No, it's um. This is it. Yeah, Gerard Butler was in it. Anyway. The, the guy, his family was tied up. He was tied up and watched his wife and daughter get law-abiding citizens. Law abiding citizen. citizen. There it is. I think it was based on that. Though. Was it based on the per college? Uh, it, was, it, was, Connecticut. It, was, it was based on a, a similar situation, yeah. okay. but it, it, it took it a little far. Anyway, <laughs> the guy that was end up being a special forces guy yeah. watched his wife get raped and daughter get raped. 
He was defenseless. Anyway, the judge uh, and the DA let the guy off on a deal. Let him go. He cut a deal and mm-hmm. got off. He goes and kills the judge, Freaks kills out. the DA, yeah. mm-hmm. kills everybody involved with it because he felt like the system was corrupt. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, that was the basis, at least the beginning of um, the Charles Bronson movies, Death Wish. Yes. The first one, same mm-hmm. thing. Yes. It's a, yes. And that's a little vigilanteism there going yeah. after it. But, I mean, Lawrence, put yourself in that situation. Um, your wife, Man. your kids, your mom. Oh, you're dead. What do you, I mean. You're dead. You know, imagine you're tied up in the next room. Have you ever thought about that? What you, mm. how horrible you'd feel? I can't think about it. I the, can't. Does it, does it freak uh, you out like you're it does Even me? hearing about that, your yeah. eyes turn red. I like can't. you put yourself into that situation, mm-hmm. that's all you see is that protection's going to be mine that day. But see, here's the thing. I, and, or and 10 years later. This is a particular, particular flaw of mine, too, that's going to be worse as I get older. You know, we have trouble taking the keys away from, from senior citizens and saying, Mom, Dad, you can't do that anymore, right? Some of that comes down to being that that guy who can do things, right? In my mind, look at this, I, I can do this. Even if I can't do what I used to do, I can still go out and build that wall, I'll tear that down, I'll get it done, right? I, I still, but as you slow down, you get weaker, you can't do this stuff or whatever. No, you get smarter and you realize it's easier to hire somebody. Hire somebody else, else, that's true too. Yeah. But that was a real, it was a real problem for my father before he died, is um, he was a little better about taking the keys away, but some of that stuff still bothered him that he could not do that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of in that same vein. I can I can take care of you, hon. I'll get you kids. I'm going to rescue right. you. I'll save you. I can't. I'm tied up. I'm chained to a pole. What husband doesn't want to be Superman? Mm-hmm. To their kids, to their family. It's just it's just in our nature. I think the doctor you're talking to is Dr. Pettit. It was in Connecticut. Yeah, he was a commit, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. and yeah, he has. Uh, he remarried not in. long ago too. Did he? Yeah, he's he's now remarried. But he his two daughters. Uh, they were they were attacked and raped. Yeah. That's well, he was listening in the next room, and they, and they, by the way, they they cleaned his clock. He was mm. just brutalized, savage as well. And it was all a money thing. They were all going after money. Believe there was money or something in the in the, the house the in that girl, scenario. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a horrible situation. Girls were tied to their beds, but alive when the gas uh, was set aflame. They yep. they, di- well, they died in their beds. Yeah, horrible. and so you, I mean, you live with that the rest of your life as a, as a man, thinking if I if mm-hmm. I if I had done this, if I had done that, if I oh. So you can yeah. watch a video at theblaze.com of the scenario where the guy gets off the elevator and watch it over and over again. This is going to be an issue, and this will probably come up from time to time because we'll use this as an example of other cases as they come up. And, and this guy could end up getting uh, prosecuted and, and punished, or maybe he'll be acquitted. Well, what, if it, what if the guy had not attacked him as he, bought, as he walked out of the building, and he went and he raped, raped and somebody killed else. somebody else? Here's oh, my question, yeah. though, and I likely somebody will pose this. Why couldn't they, why couldn't the, the, the husband... Instead of beating the guy, why couldn't he have shot him with a tranquilizer gun? <laughs> I mean, he could have done that, right? Who he has a tranquilizer gun? Well, I, mean, I carry one. Open your mouth. I'm going to give you a pill. Swallow it. They said it about Swallow the gorilla, right? right? Why yes. couldn't you have shot him with the trank, right? And then, you know, taking your time. Oh. <laughs> That would right. just upset the rapist even more. <laughs> I see. Because he could turn in a second, right? Uh-huh. you got to take him down more now, rape. right? Yeah, that's not and, and, but how was this guy walking free? Did he climb a fence? Did he get out of there? Right. I mean, shouldn't there be greater right. protection? What was the lock in your door like? Who's responsible? Oh Is it an apartment God. complex, Lawrence? Right. right? Uh, it starts in the home. That's Send all I know. Send the hate mail to him today. All right, yeah, tell me you're going to be the recipient of some messages based off of that one. <laughs> right. Doc and Skip in for Pat and Stu today.
All right, we left off on a very positive note <laughs> on the last sure. segment. So I thought we'd go yeah. somewhere a little more, you know, a little more happy, a little more optimistic. Yeah, because this has been a little sad today. Yeah, pretty depressing. Coming you know? from the guy who hates animals. <laughs> oh, my God. And wants the woman. And the women. Oh, uh, yes. Hates animals and women. women. Let's not forget. Right. Not, right. I love Jeez. women. I love them so much oh, that I, I want them. As long as they know I their place, too. though, right? Long, right? As long as they know their place. I love them. Then I want to provide for them. Nice recovery. Nice recovery. That's why I love them. I think it's safe to say, yeah, that Jeff Bezos also loves his women because he's making what I don't know a trillion dollars a year. You know the Amazon is, CEO. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Amazon too. Oh, we it. all do. Who doesn't love Amazon? Awesome. Um, there was this recent conference, and it's like the Recode Code Conference. I'm not really sure what that is, but anyway, yeah. just where they Recode. They're big re tech recoding. It's a big tech conference. There yeah. it is. And this happened a couple of days ago. So he went on and he's doing this interview. It's an hour and a half. I'm going to have to go back and watch the entire thing because these few clips that I grabbed really you know, piqued my interest. So the first one, he's talking about free speech, and I was actually kind of surprised. I said, wow, I would not expect you to say that kind of thing. Let's go ahead and see what Jeff has to say about free speech. You always have to remember this country has the best free speech protections in the world because of the Constitution, but also because of our cultural norms, and you don't want to erode those. You don't want to create any kind of climate of fear or chill with respect to free speech norms. And so and that and the most important thing to remember about that is that um, beautiful speech doesn't need protection. It's ugly speech that needs protection. So of course that's where the rubber is going to meet the road. You know, somebody is going to write something very ugly and certain people will say well they need to be punished for that ugly speech. And but Probably not, really. If you step back and think about what a great society we have, and that a big part of it is the fact that we have these cultural norms that allow people to say really ugly things. We don't have to like it. We don't have to invite those people to our dinner parties. There's also, you know, but, but you should let them say it. Yeah, don't invite him to your dinner parties. I All like right. that little <laughs> little addendum he had there. And he's absolutely right. When you see Facebook and Twitter bitching and moaning about hate speech and saying, we're going to take it down within 24 hours now, and then you have Jeff Bezos say, look, you need to protect the hate speech, ugly stuff. That's the point of the stupid amendment in the Constitution. Yes. The only thing, thing is, kind of thing. he's a fraud. What do you mean? Why? Because... Little Mr. CEO there <laughs> has all these employees, and there was a report months ago about the treatment of Amazon employees, and he started to target those employees and tell them, "Don't talk to the press. Don't be doing this. Don't that's be doing that." Yeah. It's different, free speech. Well, no, no, well, no, no. He's protecting his company's interests. Yeah. So it's well, a little bit you different. You know what? And they, they can talk, but they don't necessarily have to be employed by Amazon in doing right, so. Right, yeah, right, but yeah. The, it was all anonymous. It was all, and I'm not talking about leaking stuff. It, I'm talking about literally. Horrible treatment. They weren't f following federal gu guidelines on the amount of hours they were okay. making. They weren't paying people the right way. And so they went to the press. And so he tried to target those people. So I don't believe anything this guy says. Hmm. I, like, I liked what he had to say about the free speech, though. I think he's absolutely right about it. What benefit do we get by not saying these things? That's the thing that, that we don't discuss with us. They say, well, that's hateful and hurtful, and, and therefore you're hurting feelings and you shouldn't say it. But... What benefit do you get beyond that, in their opinion even, 
by not saying these things? Is everybody then suddenly nice to one another? No. Yeah, it's a, is it, does like, everybody, that's what they think, though. Does it's everybody like one another? Well, then and, it's and aside from that, where you draw the line of what people consider and view as hateful is just moving mm-hmm. constantly, too. So what, what didn't used to be hateful now is because that's as hateful as people are allowed oh, to Oh, I see be. what you're saying. They're going to constantly move They're the goalpost. They're going to move the line, move it every time. Okay, so what point, is offensive too. at what time completely changes? Remember, gender fluidity did not used to be uh, offensive, and now it is. Whatever that is. Right, yeah, you're right. We change on all that stuff. So I would love to challenge more of them with this idea of what are you going to create? Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of these progressives don't play it out. They'll say, especially young college age, they say, (laughs) um, well, let's just, you know, free speech is great. Let's just not say hateful things. And we say, okay, great. You're not going to say hateful things. Like Skip said, you move the goalpost. What is hateful and what is not? Do you think it's going to stop there? I know it won't. I think they it will. Right. They think they can stop it right here is yes. good. And it's not just that. It's not what you're against. It's what you're for. Because if you remember, some of these college campuses have cultural appropriation, meaning a certain cultural... Oh. Culture owns certain things. For instance, the dreadlocks thing, where the one college camp, uh, campus student terrorized this young man because he had dreads and he wasn't supposed to because black culture supposedly owns that. So you can't even admire certain aspects of different people's culture. You have to own this. And you can't do that, Doc, because I you know, And you know what, that. Andrew, or, or uh, Lawrence, that's a new thing, too, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. to show you how the goalposts move, just a few years ago, it was, let's celebrate our differences. Right. Which I agree with, right? Now we can't Some even minute. mention them. No, we can't you can't mention them. it because it's... I mean, a, a single de Mayo party, you can't have a sombrero on, things like that. No. We've even had schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've that's had schools, though, who served certain types of meals. You can't have Taco Tuesdays anymore. Right. I happen to like some of the stuff the Europeans taught me, you know? Mm-hmm. When they teach I just, you. Like what? I happen um, to like tacos. Like jeans. I like jeans. Is that a European thing? Yeah, it is. I thought it was a Levi Strauss thing. I thought it was a... No, it doesn't just go to... It's about yeah. who started what first? Like, for instance, like you can eat peanut butter because a black man created peanut butter. Come in. You know what? I don't think he invented it. Did he actually invent yeah. it? Yeah. Who? What? George Washington Carver. I know where you're yeah. going with that. Did he actually invent it, or did you just he invented it? the peanut? I don't. <laughs> no, the peanut was already there. No, he invented oh. the process to, to turn yeah. it into this you know? buttery. Okay, you know, substance. you're right. So, okay, Elvis so are you going to give me a yeah, little so umbrella <laughs> pass on peanut butter? Like fried chicken, you can't have it. Okay, but let's bargain here a little bit. I mean, I'll give you mayo. You can have some mayo on I stuff. Hate mayo. What about a miracle whip? Well, I love that. Okay, so we'll give you that. What else can that. we bargain? You're gonna have to give me a pass. Okay, on so we'll trade then. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So what? You know, I think there needs to be some. It's like the NFL draft, right? You give me a little something. See, you can't have that. Okay, how about? Okay, oh, we, I want the draft. That, okay, we got a bargain, man. I don't think you invented the NFL. Our players are just better. Okay, okay. How about that? <laughs> Are you willing are to the give only ones me a pass on fried chicken for a player to be named later? Okay. 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 For, a, for a food item to be named later? Okay, I'll take that. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> By the way, it was, it was Lawrence who brought up fried chicken. I'm sorry. Yes. Technically, it was Sean who brought up fried chicken about two hours ago on the four-minute buzz. <laughs> That's right. Is Sean black? Oh, yeah. uh, last time I checked, he, he was. tries okay. to be. Okay. Yeah. How silly is that, that though? Is, no, it's serious. No, no. Like, I mean, no. I mean, the the food items that we have that are legitimately from a culture, like Skip said, tacos and certain things that are mm-hmm. Latino culture or whatever, mm-hmm. that you can't culturally appropriate now. Mm-hmm. You can't have those. When it used to be like, hey, my food's good. Let's let's accept yes. it and whatever. And there are classes for this, right? And then stupid stuff like stereotypes, mm-hmm. like fried chicken and watermelon, where you're like, how Great. is that? Great that story. isn't <laughs> that you can't even mention. <laughs> who, who doesn't like fried chocolate? Grape soda, uh, uh, fried chicken, 
I love fried chocolate. The best. Right? Water some canes. No, I mean those are generally popular foods. Oh no, that's not real chicken. It's fried chicken. It's close, but it doesn't have the right seasoning. It's good, but it's not like Rudy's chicken in South Dallas. That's the real stuff. Not Rudy's barbecue. It's dry. Babies is okay. I babes like babies. I like that. I like babies, but babies they the season yeah. a little bit oh, yeah. more. They're great okay. babies. Yeah, like sushi. I, I love sushi. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat sushi. Why? It's and raw. It's fine. So, it's raw meat. Yeah. No, it's raw fish. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> sushi, I mean, I can tacos, spaghetti, I get everything except. <laughs> I think he just doesn't want to culturally appropriate <laughs> yeah, Japanese that's, food, that's, I want right? to appropriate every Okay, so what happens with you? Because your wife is Asian. Do you get to share some of... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. it's, a, it's a blended house now, too. I mean, okay. uh, you know. So can you cu- culture appropriate things? Yeah, I can now. I mean, not just because I was married, but I have a son who's half Asian now, oh, too. Oh, so. he's in the blood that now. That gives him the pass. Right, the so I can give you, now I have a little bit of a pass, so if, you know, you can extend something to me, I'll extend something to you. you now know? we're well, talking. There's you know, a lot of anime in the house, and comments. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure. I'm not sure how official I can all this say is that more. I got Asian friends also. And it's on TV. It's got to be true. Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure how official all this is, but you know, we'll go ahead and run with it yeah. until someone says not. <laughs> right, right, right. What are they going to do? Tell me more about this Amazon CEO, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, Jeff Bezos, he's white. Let's just yeah, clear about that. Yeah, he has to be. And uh, <laughs> he, has he to looks be. like a Bond villain, by the way, from the video. <laughs> he the only really thing does. Is the bald cat. <laughs> now let's Kinda, assume right? he was telling the truth. He may not have, Maybe. but I, I liked what he said. He said the right thing. And furthermore, what he was getting on about saving the planet, he seems like he was being kind of a little, a little green, a little environmentalist. But the way he put it, he was saying, let's help the third world countries. We have a duty to do so. So we can't just say we need to pull back our energy. He's saying, no, we need to plow forward in order to help those people. And I said, you know what? With Most- non-green energy stuff? That's fine. Okay, as long as... Ultimately, one day, he loves green energy, and I'm like, well, sure, why not? We all would if it actually works and it's affordable. Let's be able to provide the energy first. He wants to help the human beings. He says, look, they need Mm -hmm. it now. We cannot back down from it and just say, okay, we're going to pull back on our energy. So he goes off later on the second clip. You know, um, he's uh, talking about space and saving the planet. Let's go ahead and listen. We know about the solar system now. We have sent robotic probes all over the solar system. Let me assure you, this is the best planet. <laughs> In this, I, yeah, I, I rarely have Are you sure such strong conviction about things. But let me assure you of that, and um, and we need to protect it. And the way we will protect this planet is by going out into space. And you don't want to live in a retrograde world. You don't want to live on an Earth where we have to freeze population growth, reduce energy utilization. You enjoy, we all enjoy, an extraordinary civilization. And it is powered by energy. Um, And it's powered by population. It's why urban centers are so dynamic. We want the population to keep growing on this planet. We want to keep using more energy per capita. And by the way, it would be completely immoral of us to say, well, we'll just kind of freeze energy utilization where it is, because the other 7 billion people who are just now coming online to more energy usage, they're going to want what we have. Uh, you know, they, they want to fly here and go to your conference, and that takes a lot of energy. Yeah. All right, so you heard those two things there, right? He wants population growth. Right. So do I. That's a good thing. Yeah, and then fine. two, he says, he says it's immoral to freeze energy production where it is right now. We all have a great right now here in America, here in the first world countries, but it's absolutely immoral to say we need to stop, we need to cap 
what we're doing. I don't know. Because right now, that's well, screwing we'll do that the third anyway. I don't think it's immoral. You have all the governments that yeah, are saying either. we need to cut back our emissions. We need to. We can't be using so much energy. He's saying, well, no, we can't freeze it. That's a bad idea. That's going to screw but these human I don't human think that, that's a moral question, though. I think that's a common sense business uh, question. I think it's I mean, As long as you're able to provide a service to somebody who's willing to pay for it, and there's more of it out there that can be served, you don't, serve you don't, it. You don't see the immorality, though, of saying, because of these other issues, whatever they are, we're just not going to produce anymore? He, I could no, see that's that what that I'm being... saying. Is that, that, that there's, there's no uh, immoral issue in providing more. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. But you're yeah. keeping some of it from the third world, for example. You're not helping them get to where we are. That's what he's saying. It's immoral for us to have for something For the green people to don't. say, we have to stop doing this oh because it's hurting God. the planet when there's people out there that right. can benefit from the production of more energy. Absolutely. Yeah. But the energy is just basic, you know, a bathroom. You know, how many people Sam, in the world don't have a toilet who Sam don't have clean Kinnison, water? That's the kind of tech he's also talking about saying but we can't Sam stop. Kinnison years ago, you know where I'm going with this. What? The people who live in sand. Food doesn't grow in sand. Come to where the food is. Okay. Is it our job, though, to no. make sure to take care of the world? No. It's no. No. I don't, think that, I don't think that's where he was going with it. Actually, I, I found some of what he said um, intriguing, that maybe there's some common ground out there, uh, you know, with people that, you know, we're divided against or seem so divided against to... Help people, but use here. common sense. There it is. I'm that's, tired of helping other countries. I'm sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. We are messed up. We have people mm-hmm. that... Uh, that are living in poverty in America. I am mm-hmm. so sick of the, I'm, I'm of with you on that. I'm absolutely with you on that. And we're not taking care of our own. Now, if we take care of our own, and then yes. when everybody's okay, then we start helping other people. I have no problem with that. Don't, don't when be is selfish. everybody okay though? That's that's yeah, the, who, we who don't know. That? Well, I'm not talking about giving away I'll tech everywhere that. else too. I'm talking about using capitalism to do it. And I mean, if you do have to right. reduce your prices to take care of a third world country, but there's a net benefit to it that someday they will raise themselves up to right. a point ba- I think where they'll Bezos be able to help for themselves. That. He wants capitalism to go to those countries where then they can afford to plow forward with mm-hmm. energy. And those themselves. are business expenditures for oh, them, yeah. you know, to grow it for. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're playing the long game here. Yeah, right. I can see well, that. Well, there you have it. There's uh, Jeff Bezos when uh, I have my opinion on him, and then there seems to be a few other people going off against it. But we're, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. So, appreciate it. Television may say Pat and Stu, but it's actually Brad, Andrew, and Doc, and Lawrence, and Skip. Yeah. Now, the three of them may be hard to tell apart, uh-huh. but we'll put their names We'll up. figure it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow or other. So we wanted to continue on talking about uh, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, yes. over at Amazon. Um, his whole thing with uh, smart energy, I, I agree. We should common sense with regard to energy and then population. Uh, this is uh, Bezos talking about what a future in space might look like. Watch. This will happen over, you know, in, in, over the next few hundred years. We, all of our heavy industry will be moved off planet. And Earth will be zoned residential and light industrial. And that just makes a lot of sense. You, you shouldn't be doing heavy industry on Earth. Resources are more plentiful in space. And I run for the zoning energy, board. Energy, I mean, energy. 
Kara energy. wants to be mayor of one of the cities. And, and then you'll send the little vitamins down. You know, we can build gigantic chip factories, you know, in space, and then just send the little bits the down. We don't need to actually build <laughs> okay. them here. They're all laughing. They're, They're all laughing, laughing because it sounds so preposterous, but he's sitting there thinking like, well, no, I'm absolutely right. And I think there is precedent here because eight years ago, he came out with the Kindle and says, you see this little doohickey? And look where it is now. So he's well, not, that's he's a big not, leap he's from not Kindle, a, but... Okay, he's not but a, he is futurist, a futurist. But he's pretty good, at, I think, at predicting tech in the future and where things are headed. So Brad, you were really bothered by this. What are you... The, 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 the thing that... Well, <laughs> the laughing at him, I think that... First of all, it's just it's strange that, that this is a, a conference on tech and what's and, and for them f- for it to be filled mm. with people who are laughing at this okay. idea yeah. that you he basically no. described Star Trek. They were laughing at the old guy because he probably I'm, won't live to see some of this. Stuff. <laughs> okay, ah, that was, that's well, what but, was. I, but with Star Trek, I mean, that's what you yeah. saw. You saw that they build the Enterprise, they build the ships, they do yeah. all the big stuff in space, which makes sense. Because if you're dealing with heavy objects, it's easier to do in a zero-gravity atmosphere. Right. Assuming right. it was cheap to transport stuff, he's right. Heavy yeah. industrial. Sure. Why wouldn't you do it elsewhere? He Assuming says, you could transport it, mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about pollution or any of this. And like uh-huh. you said, if it's lighter on the moon or something. Right. I think it's, I mean, it's not going to be time soon if it does. Right. He said a couple hundred years, it'd be in orbit, and you'd leave the Earth for just living in light manufacturers. So it's like, let's enjoy the planet and then right. put all the crap outside mm-hmm. well, and it's easier, right? I don't, I don't, think, it's that, I don't think it's that so far-fetched smart. at all, though. I, I mean, either. when you take a look at like what SpaceX is doing today mm-hmm. in terms of I mean, launching rockets, landing them on drone mm-hmm. ships out into the ocean, mm-hmm. that type of stuff would have been the most craziest science fiction you could possibly imagine eight years ago. And 150 years ago, you told somebody you were going to fly into space to see the stars... Oh, yeah, they thought you were out of your Exactly. Of your Jules Verne wrote that, you know, on uh, one of his books. That's, that was science mm-hmm. fiction. Like, I, I went to the moon. Yeah. I do that all the time now. I think any of this is absolutely feasible. But, but a clever idea, though, where he's saying, let's look at it uh, uh, based on zoning now. I just think that's wonderful. The Earth will be zoned, residential, and light industrial. And that's, that's and that's what we do with our neighborhoods in, on Earth that's right now. We, we zone everything so that it all right. has its proper place. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have a refinery. And in yet, your one of the problems is uh, we still have pollution that you know right. people mm-hmm. object to, and you're still too close to the heavy industrial. It's still too separated and whatever. This way, you don't have to worry about. By the way, I think we can all agree though that Perse- uh, Professor X is at least fairly intelligent. Okay, that's not. Yeah. He knows X. what he's yeah, doing. Uh, uh, well, the, the funny sure? thing is, that's him. The space junk. Are you? I showed you the picture, uh, Doc and Skip. The of all the, uh, the the stuff that is floating around in space that we've left out there. The the wrenches and the nuts and the bolts. Little screws floating around. Little pieces going metal. at twenty five thousand miles an hour. They There's say tens that, of thousands of them. Yes, right? and they say the space shuttle when it was flying around up there had to actively dodge those those objects because even a screw. At that kind of speed, we'll put a hole right through it. Well, so that's we why uh, I'm sad to say today that uh, Andy Griffith is not here, because you remember the great show Salvage in the uh, 80s. Do you remember that short-lived uh, show? No, nope. Oh, Nobody remembers oh. the short-lived what year show was Salvage. Was oh, wait a minute. Even people that were there barely remember this. There was a show, it, I think only a handful of episodes aired, and you can find them online. I believe it was called Salvage. Andy Griffith is a junk dealer who decides to... Go to the moon and into space to collect the junk that's floating around and stuff that was left behind on the moon for for financial gain. And he builds base. He's a junk dealer, Andy Griffith, who builds basically like a space (laughs) shuttle and goes up there. 
And uh, shockingly, the pilot, uh, the series didn't last that much longer. That is kind of shy. It's a great pitch, man. Based off of the pitch, I like it. It was Andy Griffith. It was in the 80s. Where was Barney? It's ridiculous. Barney's not there. Barney Fife? And it was pretty much, by the way, the Andy Griffith, Matlock uh, (laughs) type character. Uh, Old, it didn't work. But could you make money off of that somehow? I think that's a great, with the exception of the fact that how much does it cost them to send, uh, send up one of those, uh, the rockets that returns right now? It's very it's like expensive. like 20 grand or something. No, I think no, that, that, that SpaceX now has really? gotten it down, I think, to like 20 grand or something. That's Are how you much kidding it, that's me? all it costs? I think so, 20, 50 grand. I could that's be the wrong. Elon Musk one? Yeah, that's the SpaceX new rockets. Oh, yeah. I think they've gotten it down from the millions to, I think, 20 to 50 And if grand. they don't, it will be soon. I, mean, I, keep, I may be way off on that, but I think I've heard that. Well, you know, speaking of Elon, it's funny you brought him up. He was also at this conference, <laughs> he made some comment basically saying, oh, this is we're weird. in the Matrix. And so look, I wanna, we'll, we'll play this okay, video we and we'll try to hear it and understand exactly what he's getting at. The strongest argument for, the, for us being in a simulation, probably being in a simulation, I think is the following. Um, that that 40, called 40, 40 years ago, we had Pong, like two rectangles and a dot. That right. was what games were. Um, now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations with millions of people playing simultaneously, and it's getting better every year. Mm-hmm. And soon we'll have virtu- you know, vir- virtual reality, we'll have augmented reality. Um, if you assume any rate of improvement at all, um, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality. So given that we're clearly on a trajectory to have games that are indistinguishable from reality, and those games could be played on any set-top box or on a PC or whatever, and there would probably be you know, billions of such uh, you know, computers or set-top boxes, it would seem to follow that the odds that we're in base reality is one in billions. Either we're going to create simulations that are indistinguishable from reality or civilization will cease to exist. So basically, because games are so advanced, we're in the Matrix? Uh, did you think he said they were there already or will eventually be there? He says, we're, he says the chances of us being in a real world are is one in a billion. That's just cray cray. Yeah, so it's okay because the games are so advanced. Or we've gone from Pong to Call of Duty. I, I'm right with him on that. Obviously, we're in a simulation. Dude, I don't, I don't think that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I don't understand. Yeah. What does it even mean? I, I think he's actually right. I think we are in the Matrix and I can offer some evidence. What? How come I'm not more successful? As wonderful as I am, all that I offer, there can only there has to be some bad crazy. Ex- this is bad program. That's bad all it program. is. I'm being oh kept down by the, the machines. This well. is all the millennials need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> this is all my generation needs to hear. Thank you, Doc. Okay, okay. Throwing let's, it out there. let's take a simulated uh, commercial break mm-hmm. here, and we'll be back in the Matrix in just a few minutes. Let's talk sex. Whoa. What? So soon? All right, salt and pepper. So soon. <laughs> you didn't even buy me a lunch. It, it took us all the way to the D2 to get to the good stuff. There was a teacher that admits she became pregnant from a 13-year-old. That's nice. That's oh, what? That's nice. This is in Texas. Yes. Right, this is uh, Yes. So some, some 24-year-old teacher <sighs> thought it would be a good idea to get laid by her 13-year-old student. Mm-hmm. Have his and chi- pregnant. Uh, and pregnant from his child. Mm-hmm. 
and then apparently she had the abortion also. So I think all around, just great decisions by um, some lonely 24-year-old. It's these young sure teachers. This is the first time I've yes. seen this picture. The most thing, yeah. the frustrating thing I found. And look at her. She, she, is, not, she is not an ugly no, she's not woman by any means. Not. It's not about so her looks, though. why is she going it's, to a 13-year-old? It's you know, about the warriors tonight, It is about insecurities where she at the yes. time wasn't the girl who got the boyfriends, whatever, control. It is, a, it is a failure for them to have self-confidence. When she lacks so much confidence. But here's the thing. She lacks so much that she can't even go out to that bar and try to meet guys or whatever. Her opportunity is with these little boys that are around and will dote on her. But we've been told our whole lives we can be whatever we want. You know, we're winners. <laughs> how, do, how does that not translate here? But then go back to Mary Kay Letourneau and the... Um, really um, kicked it off in the 90s, yeah. Yeah, mm. they're still married. They, they seem to truly be in love, yeah. They have a couple of kids right, now. Yeah. And, Come on, uh, y'all. Is it really that bad, though? No, it's it's pretty horrible. It's Sleeping pretty awful. In fact, you know what? Do a quick headline search. I did this this morning when I saw the story, yeah. and there I found instantly within two minutes eight headlines of similar type inappropriate relationships oh, with yeah. a female teacher mm -hmm. and students. It's out there. It's every day. My it's biggest frustration is that they continue to say that men are the ones who commit these horrible acts and rape and whatever when women no. do as well. It happens. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just shocked that they go to. Queens. The I top one is 20 hot teachers that slept with their students. Whoa. <clears throat> Theprofessional.net. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Texas has the highest number, if I remember right, of these types of inappropriate relationships. Um, but Texas is also a very populated state. If you adjust for population, then Alabama does. There were three teachers in my high school that it happened to. Well, that's three? Three teachers. Uh, male, women, uh, both? Both. Both. Okay. There was both. one at my high school. Two, two females. <laughs> actually, it was four. My bad. Two Three females and one male. Was, was this confirmed, or were these rumors that you heard? Oh as no, kids? they're in jail now. All oh, those are in jail. Same thing with these kids. Yeah. Well, there was one one that was always suspected, and one that yeah was completely confirmed. Mm -hmm. And see, I remember when I was in junior high, there was one teacher that everybody was like, "Hey, you know what she'll do?" And everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I, I never, I never. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't okay, know. all right. But yeah. it was back, back then. It was just whispers and rumors, right. and now it's man, full on. You just do it. It's you kind of get kudos, I guess. If you're, I think it's the young teachers. That. I really do. I think it's the young teachers. Well, and this story oh, yeah. is weird too. Even apparently, this boy's parents condoned of the relationship. The girls invited said that. them over. I know. I'm just that's that's what they're saying. I don't know. She would say that if it was necessarily. If so, false. the the parents should be criminal. Uh, be held you by think everybody liable. should be prosecuted, Lawrence? Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's we that have time for today. Yeah. Doc, uh, how do you feel about it? Oh, we're out of time. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh come on. Everybody actually be the Patton student back on Monday. Patton back Monday. Oh. Oh, man, they're coming back? Yeah, I know. Oh, I the sheriff's will be broken. Yeah.